When I get off the subway and run up the stairs of the station together with a horde of people, it sometimes seems to me as if I were a small blood cell winding its way through the veins of a giant. In a heavy giant, the blood cell would dutifully travel through the body and perform its tasks, supplying the cells with oxygen and fighting invaders. But not with you. With you, a lot of blood ends up in the stomach, and after some time, together with plenty of whiskey, it ends up as vomit on the sidewalk. You had a cheeseburger for breakfast. That's exactly where I find myself, next to this burger, after I've left the subway station, light up a cigarette and a homeless man asks me for money for the third time in a row. And yeah, of course I feel sorry for him. Just like the pensioners who have worked all their lives, can't get by on their pensions and now collect deposit bottles. I still have some coins laying around in my pocket jacket and somehow I would like to give him some, but I shake my head and tell him that I don't have much myself. It's true, but these few cents less wouldn't have hurt me. He wishes me a nice day, and I feel bad. He walks away, and I play with the idea of running after him to give him a few cents, but then I don't do it, just like all the others. I have adapted. This city puked me out, along with millions of other souls. Also, I used to know why I moved here, but now it felt like I forgot. I don't even know if that's bad. Sometimes, uh, it seems to me, sometimes I feel as if you hate yourself and we, your inhabitants, are caught in this love-hate relationship. Some of us never manage to leave you, no matter how hard we try, and some, like me, move to you because they want something from you. But you do not make it easy for us. You know that you're desired by many, even though you're not even good-looking and besides you're pretty conceited. But this cooked up, this upfucked charm that you radiate, this charm makes you so irresistible. The punctures of the heroin's earrings and the nasamiskua eaten away by the coke are not visible at the first sight. Or maybe they just tune out your quirks. People in love are blind. You also do not let yourself be fucked. If it comes to that at all, then you fuck us so hard that we can cope with our lives for a few days. Not everyone can handle that. I always say, who fucks whom is in the eye of the beholder, but that does not apply to you. You don't compromise there. I'm, I'm putting you in a really bad light, but you're not that bad. After all, you also offer many of us a chance. Each of us is looking for something different here. Millions of souls, each with their own unique story, with their own unique idea of what living means to them. Happiness. How I wish I had the time to write down each of these stories, to take time for each of these people. The only problem is, I don't even have time for myself. I'm struggling, hustling and writing far too little. You won't let me even though you really want me to. And then I feel like a donkey who gets a carrot held in front of his nose with a fishing rod. <laughs> this fucking money. I'm not really into this money game and yet I'm playing it because I have to and I think I'm not alone in this. Uh, speaking of alone, there are many lonely souls out there. Which is crazy, because so many people in one place and yet so much loneliness. 
The thing about loneliness is actually that you don't have to be and yet we are, as if to punish ourselves for something. Of course, there are different definitions of loneliness. For some, it can also have something restful about it. Whatever. Maybe we humans are never satisfied with what we have. We also don't take the time to get to know people. Many are overwhelmed with the selection of potential partners. We get to know someone, have talked to him or her on the same evening so much about ourselves that it is justified to sleep together within the next two or three hours, repeat the whole thing a couple of times until we meet another person of whom we believe that he or she suits is even better than the person before, and tell him or her in a bar over a bottle of red wine who we are. Of course, only the interesting stories. Then. We call each other a cab, sleeping together and write the next day the other person that it's over. Until a few weeks later you meet another person of who you think suits even better than all the others before. By the end, none of these people you have really met, known. And even though you're constantly laying naked next to people, you feel alone. No. All you need is a dog. And if you don't feel addressed right now, consider yourself lucky, unless you're in a relationship just to be in a relationship and unhappy, but don't want to end a relationship because you've invested so much time in it. That's just as stupid. And actually the city that is you should be a separate planet. You're not a part of an already existing state. You have your own identity, your own gravity neither skin color or religion, you are undefined. And sometimes it scares you because you change so quickly, understandable, but you love buying a kebab and ordering fresh sushi. You take everyone in, but don't let them go so quickly in return, because everything has its price. You too. If you were an escort, you would be one of those high-class escorts for whom you pay $1,000 an hour. Only at a meeting it turns out that these $1,000 were paid only for your presence, for the conversation in a bar, or the accompaniment to a company party. What color your underwear is remains your secret. And, yeah, you give really good blowjobs, but they are nothing compared to the stories you have to tell, so we gladly pay you 1,000 for a few of your stories. As I said, your charm. And yes, actually, you're quite all right. And as absurd as it sounds, I think one of the reasons why I moved to you is that we are quite similar, you and me. But yeah, still, every now and then at night, I dream of other cities too. I hope you will forgive me.